Hey dear, I am so happy you're here. My name is Courtney, and I'm a wife, a toddler mom, and an aspiring entrepreneur. When I first became a mama, I thought I knew what I was doing, but boy was I wrong. The woman that I was in that first year is just a little bit different than the woman and the mom that I have become in this second year, and that's because I have become obsessed with personal development. If you hang with me, I promise that together we will figure out how to replace self-doubt with confidence, uncertainty with consistency, and we're even going to try to conquer the comparison game. So if you're ready to chase your own dreams, even after chasing around a little one, then you're in the right place. This is Chasing Courage. Hello, love, and welcome to my podcast. Oh, that sounds so crazy to say out loud. Nonetheless, I am so excited that you're here, and I cannot wait for us to go on this journey of figuring out this hashtag mom life together. I want to do two main things with this episode. The first is that I want to make sure that you all know what you can expect from me each and every week. Basically, I want to make sure that you are familiar with the structure that this podcast will take. And I also want to make sure that you get a little bit of background on who I am. If we're going to be spending time together and if I'm going to be giving you advice and sharing lots of details and if we're going to be laughing together, crying together, all of the things, I think that it's important that we really truly understand one another. So let's start from the beginning. I was born in Mansfield, Ohio grew up in Ontario, Ohio. My family um, owned a dry cleaning company, one that my great-grandfather and great-grandmother started in my hometown that was then passed on to my grandfather and then uh, naturally on to my father. My mom, she worked very early on after I was born, but then as our family grew and I gained two younger sisters, my mom became a stay-at-home mom. But then once my sisters and I were all in school, my mom ventured out and she uh, became a business owner. She started her own embroidery business out of our home. It's definitely safe to say that I grew up in the church. In my early years, we went to a very traditional, congregational-style church, and then as I approached my middle school years, my family was introduced to a very contemporary-style church, and it was there that my family all began to really grow and evolve um, in our faith, and we all ended up being baptized uh, together as a family in the early 2000s. In elementary school and middle school, I did all the sports, soccer, basketball, track, cheerleading, and um, I very quickly learned that I just wasn't very athletic. Uh, Asked my dad for some very funny stories about my lack of athleticism. Um, I loved sports. I just wasn't very good at them. So I did what any other 15-year-old would do who still wants to feel like they belong in high school, but who 
cannot or does not want to participate in sports. And that was join all of the clubs. I was in everything from the D.A.R.E. program to Key Club, prom committee, yearbook committee, uh, ended up becoming president of my class and did that for three years because even though I was um, not out on the field or on the court, I still ended up getting a letterman's jacket. Um, That's because my mom made me one (laughs) and literally on the back, rather than having like your letters that you earn from the sport that you participated in, My mom had put the names of all of the programs and the clubs that I participated in during my four years of high school. Kind of embarrassing, but also kind of cool. I graduated high school in 2008 and I went on to attend um, for a very brief period of time Wright State University in Dayton, Ohio. I very quickly just realized that that was not the um, environment or the school for me. It was a little too big uh, and a little too far from home. So I transferred mid-freshman year and ended up at Otterbein University, which is a small private school right outside of Columbus, Ohio. I studied public relations and a minor in business administration, and I ended up joining a sorority in my freshman year. Um, Now, these sororities and fraternities at Otterbein University um, are not national because it's a small private school, so you may not be familiar with the name Sigma Alpha Tau, but those are my girls. That's my owl girls, uh, E-A-T. Those are our Greek letters, and I am just over the moon happy that I got to experience college with that group of women. Okay, let's backtrack here a second. You know, like I said, average middle class, but I would definitely say that me and my sisters were also very, um, we were we were spoiled in the sense, um, and I'm not afraid or ashamed to say that. We had an absolutely great childhood as far as vacations and trips, um, and we had a lake house and all of those amazing things. But despite having all of those great experiences um, and materialistic type things given to us, we were also always taught that we still have to work for uh, things that we want. I mean, I literally had a job Uh, obviously it was part-time because I was in school, but been working since I was 15 years old. I mean, there was just, if you wanted certain things, you had to work for it and pay for it yourself. Um, And granted, I didn't necessarily like it at the time, but I definitely, um, definitely like the fact that I have that work ethic um, instilled in me because of that. And I mean, if you want to get real technical, we could go back to the age of like five. And if you want to say that I was working then when I was upstairs on the second floor of the uh, of the dry cleaning uh, company and folding shop towels in a laundry cart. <laughs> All right, here is where the life story gets a little hard emotionally to share. From 2007 to 2014, for those years, my family um, went through, man, we went through the trenches. Um, My middle sister, she struggled with drug and alcohol addiction. And that was definitely the most trying times uh, of our life. And what's absolutely amazing is I can go ahead and fast forward to the fact that there is a happy ending to that because literally um, a week ago from me recording this episode, my sister celebrated five years of sobriety. So don't be don't be sad um, for me. Um, 
for what I went through because it made everybody uh, in my family stronger. We were stronger because of the struggle. But I just think that it's important that you all know that uh, drug and alcohol addiction has a very near and dear uh, place in my heart. And you want to talk about courage, then you should talk to my sister. Um, I hope I hope that she will take me up on the offer of including her on this podcast. I would love to interview her because um, the strength and the courage that it took her to battle relapses and to get to the point where she is today is just absolutely phenomenal. Then uh, from 2013, well, between the years of 2013 to 2015, my parents, uh, they filed for bankruptcy, both personally and uh, within each of their businesses. We foreclosed on the home uh, that I had lived in since fifth grade, and my parents filed for divorce. I sought out counseling um, for the majority of the time that I was in college, obviously to help me uh, deal with everything that my family was battling with my sister's uh, drug addiction. And then obviously at the tail end of it and after graduation, um, continuing seeking that uh, help as I went through um, losing my home, our family's business and uh, my parents' marriage to one another. Then um, in 2014, uh, early early 2014, after a breakup with a boyfriend, um, I moved away from our apartment that we had lived in together, and I came back home to Ontario uh, to live with my parents. I was literally just moving back home so I could apply to any and all jobs, and I was applying to not only different states, different cities, just anywhere. I was like, man, you know, I could sure just use a change. So wherever God wants to take me, like, let's go. So in March of 2014, um, I accepted a position um, working in an apartment complex uh, as a leasing consultant in downtown Cleveland, Ohio. So I was definitely not moving far um, from either my hometown or where I went to college, but it was still um, a change of pace and a change of scenery. Um, And at that time, other than um, a cousin and my and his wife, I didn't know anybody in Cleveland. So at that time, I was like, well, if there's ever a time to really give online dating a try, this is it. I'm moving to a new city for, for a new job, and I'm 24 years old, so let's give it a go. And I am so happy I did. So just a few weeks uh, after moving to Cleveland and testing the waters with the whole online dating scene, I met um, Rob, who is my now husband, and we dated for two years prior to becoming engaged, and then we were married in May of 2017. So right now, as you are listening to this, uh, we have been together for six years, married for three When I found out that we were pregnant with um, our first child in November of 2017, so we were definitely very much still newlyweds, and then we gave birth uh, to our healthy baby boy, Chase, on um, July 17th, 2018. 
And if you notice, um, my little guy's name is Chase, and he was most definitely the inspiration for the name of this podcast, Chasing Courage. So that is in no way, shape, or form a mistake. Without him, I would not be uh, where I am today, speaking into this microphone into your ears. All right, speaking of courage, let's talk about the definition. Prior to um, actually diving in deep to research what courage was um, and attending a courage virtual conference at the beginning of quarantine, which I will talk about later, um, I discovered the real definition of courage. um, And that is, according to Oxford Dictionary, the ability to do something that frightens you. In other words, courage is doing it scared. Courage isn't not being afraid. Those are two totally different things. You know what I am doing this podcast? Scared. But you know what I have? Courage. So why podcasting? Well, prior to January of 2020, I had never even listened to a single episode of any podcast. But at the end of 2019, I had gotten back into reading. Not textbooks, not love story novels, but personal development style books. You may have heard of this one called Girl, Wash Your Face. Well, that's the one that got me hooked. And I thought, I wonder if this author, Rachel Hollis, has any other type of media that I can consume. And sure enough, I found that she had a podcast. So I started listening to her podcast on a regular basis, and then as with most things on the internet, when you start watching or reading something, it will show you or prompt you with other things that you may like or other things that are similar. And this podcast called Empower Her uh, was coming up in my podcast feed. It was with a host named Keisha Fitzgerald, and the graphic was super cute, and I thought, Empowerment for Females, that has my name written all over it. I'll check it out. First episode of Keisha's that I uh, listened to was called Through the Lens of Future You. Today Matters. This was her 118th episode. Um, But it was this episode and just her podcast in general that literally got me hooked on podcasting. And then I started to search for more podcasts and I started listening to Trent Shelton. And then I found Amy Porterfield and I started listening to her. And by then I'm listening to a podcast almost every single day and I've got a weekly rotation going and it's perfect because even as a busy mom, you can listen to this while you're getting ready in the morning, when I'm making my commute to or from work, while I am grocery shopping. There's just so many times where we have the ability to multitask, where probably, I'd say in most of those situations, you either have music on or the TV. And not that TV or music is bad, But listening to these type of empowerment podcasts, these podcasts that are going to personally develop you into a stronger freaking female, that's what it's about. Watching Netflix every single night before you go to bed isn't going to make you the mom, the wife, the business owner that you want to be. But 
reading, educating yourself, putting positive vibes into your brain each and every day, that is going to do it. And it was doing it for me. I was getting this crazy confidence that I was like, where is this coming from? Who am I? So I began just thinking in my daydreams, which I feel like I have a gazillion billion of them in my mind at any given time. What if I had a podcast? What if I used that as a platform to connect with other moms who are struggling with losing the baby weight like me? What if I wanted to connect with other moms who have a toddler, but they still want to create their own business and be their own boss one day? And I was like, a podcast is the perfect platform because for me, as a busy mom, like this is it. I had tried blogging in the past and I just realized when I started listening to podcast, the platform for which I want to share my message, that just wasn't right for me. The blogging just wasn't there. I wasn't, nothing was catching my soul on fire. When I had this crazy um, idea and it wouldn't get out of my head, I decided to take action on it. And I sent Keisha, the podcaster uh, who I was obsessed with, I sent her a message on Instagram. And I just was simply asking her what type of mic she used for her podcast because I was gonna do the very preliminary research into what um, starting your own podcast would look like. And lo and behold, she was starting a podcast course. Like literally the stars couldn't have aligned any better. This was, um, I want to say mid-April, mid-April of 2020 at this point. And she had was stating to me that she had just finished up um, a course with 20 women. And the course was a crash course, essentially. It's from idea to launch in four weeks. And I was like, this is genius. This is exactly what I need. I don't want to just find out the name of her mic and do research on that and then go to Google and type in all of the questions that uh, come along with how to be a successful podcaster, how to start a podcast. And I would be able to learn all of the tips and tricks and technical, (laughs) technical aspects of being a podcaster from somebody who I deeply admire. So Of course, I signed up right away. Um, My husband was so, so supportive also, which completely meant the world to me. Um, When I say so, so supportive, though, that is with a little asterisk uh, up at the top because I did have to um, take some money from our savings account (laughs) to pay for the course. But uh, I for sure feel that the value was there. Throughout the month of May, uh, myself along with 20 other women, well, 20-ish, because we had a couple duos within our She Goes podcasting group, uh, we dove in deep. We jumped into the deep end. We did weekly calls together. We had video content that we needed to review every week. We even had homework and um It was so, so informative. I learned so much, so much more than I could have had I done this on my own, so much quicker than I could have had I done this on my own. And granted, as I sit here speaking into this microphone, I still feel like I kind of have no clue what I'm doing, Um, but that's okay because that's what courage is, right? Uh, It's just doing it anyways. 
And so I can't wait for you to just go along this journey with me. Um, I'm going to become a better podcaster and I am going to become a better mom and I am going to help you do the same. Uh, Well, not necessarily the podcasting part. Um, You know what I mean. My podcasts are going to be recorded for you on a weekly basis, and they will be released every week on Wednesdays. Now, this first podcast may or may not be released on a Wednesday, and that's because we have no control over when the um, Apple, iTunes, Spotify gods decide to uh, pick up your podcast, and I will be way too excited to wait for the next Wednesday if and when my podcast is picked up prior to a Wednesday. So just wanted to give you guys that little bit of uh, structure there, just so you know when you can expect to hear from me. I will be doing primarily solo episodes. That's when it's just you, me, and the microphone. So those will occur two to three times a month. And then at least once a month, I will conduct an interview. I will put an interview episode out in the world for you. I will be interviewing not only just family and friends and people that I personally know, but I also want to get in here some powerhouse guest. I want to get some people that I have even never met, and I want you to tell me who you want to hear from. Um, That's one of the super cool things about podcasting is that we have the opportunity, you and I, to connect with um, authors and experts on all of the things involving being a mom that otherwise we may not have the opportunity to do. Well, mama, that is a wrap. I want you to go find me on Instagram at Courtney.Winzicki or Chasing Courage underscore podcast. If you find me at either of those places, slide into my DMs and let me know what you want to hear. Let me know what you want to talk about, what mom struggles you're dealing with, losing the baby weight, the tantrums that your toddler's having, how you're finding it difficult to reconnect with your husband uh, because you have a baby or two or three. Just let me know all of the things that you just want to like have real and raw conversations about because that's what I am here for. I want to go on this journey with you. I want us to chase courage. I want us to celebrate consistency and I want us to choose confidence. All right, mama, I can't wait to talk to you soon. Thank you so much for checking out the Chasing Courage podcast. If you vibed with this episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it on social media and tagged the show. That way I can thank you for helping me build a community of confident and courageous mamas. If you have questions or feedback, feel free to send me a DM. I make a point to respond to each and every one. I'll be back next week, same time, same place. But until then, what will you chase today?